Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I am Brian Vogt. I'm a local realtor in the Metro East Market, and I am joined today by the mayor of Shiloh, Mayor Jim Vernier. Welcome, Mayor. Thank you, Brian. Uh, this is our debut show. This is the first time. This is the first time that uh, we've aired. A little background to that that I like to, to tell you about. I wrote a book this this year called Ready Set Sold, and Ready Set Sold became a number one Amazon bestseller. I was very happy with that, and that launched me into the ability of radio. And I was approached by Twelve Sixty The Answer to to do a weekly radio program about how to get your home sold for top dollar and a quick sale. And so that, in a small nutshell, is how I'm here is doing this show. And so it's going to be a weekly situation of talking about real estate, what you need to get done, the information that you, that you need to get your house sold for top dollar, and to have a quick sale. So one of the things that came in a lot that when I wrote the book, people asked me why I wrote the book. And there was a lot of different reasons, but the, the three top reasons I would say, number one, there is so much confusion, and, and, and Jim, maybe you know this too, but when people are looking to sell their home, they get onto the TV programs, and there's a zillion of them out there. But they're all based on the East Coast and on the West Coast. They just don't, they don't have anything really relevant to say about, about the St. Louis and Metro East market. And many times after talking with, with sellers, they're just completely confused. And they've made you know, decisions that maybe weren't the right decisions that cost them money. And sometimes they're just kind of lucky if they got it right. And that was really concerning to me. And the second reason is a kind of a tie into that is, is we've had people that literally spent tens and even twenty and thirty thousand dollars with making updates, making changes to their house that not only didn't give them any value back, but they had to turn around and make the updates that would give them value so they could get their house sold for top dollar in a short sale. And the third reason is, I've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this for, for really actually over 16 years. And one of the things that we've seen, look, this is your biggest asset that most people have. It just really is. It's the biggest asset they have. And we've worked with with people that maybe life didn't go the way it planned. It just didn't work out the way they was hoping to. And the sell of this house is everything. It's literally how they're going to live. Maybe get some Social Security, but literally this is the money they have. And so having that understanding, having this book available to people, that's that's really the goal of, of why I wrote the book. And I've had some great success stories of people that have read it it's an easy read it's nice if you read the whole thing because it's it's not just theory it's not just congesture it's actually proven steps that people have used and had some great success and so that's the reason why i wrote the book that's what led me to the radio station and that's kind of where this program is going to be going to so in a weekly situation step by step we're going to be going through what you can do 
If you want to get the book now, go to readysetsold.org, and that's readysetsold.org, not .com. Get the book. It's free. Simply free. Go there. Get the book. Uh, It's information. It's loaded with information that has helped many, 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 many past sellers have great success. And look, and and I tell people this, and I mean this sincerely, you don't even have to use me. Uh, That's not what it's for. Get the book, read the book, give it to your realtor that you're going to use. doesn't really matter. It really doesn't. It's just getting this information because I've seen so much confusion, so much loss of money, so much heartbreak at times of not getting their house sold for top dollar, and it could be easily avoided, and the information is in there. With that, as I told you, we're, we're going to be talking about the steps in the book, and we're going to start with the first step. And one of the first steps in the book is when to sell your home. And talking to you earlier, Jim, basically you've been in your house now for, what, 25 years or something like that? Yes. So I don't know if you had any plans in the near future of leaving. I doubt it. Sometimes I do. (laughs) Sometimes you do, yeah. And again, I'm with Mayor Veneer. He is the mayor of Shiloh. And Mayor, I I know you've been mayor and been involved with City Palace for a long time. I mean, what, did you start like in the Eisenhower years? Back in 1984 is when I was 1984, first so it's been over 30 years. Congratulations. Good Thank for you. you. Good for you. Good for you. What I want to talk about is step one. And right now we're in the spring market. We're in the summer market. And the Metro East and, and other areas are doing exceedingly well. It's a breath of fresh air. We've had some great successes in the Shiloh market, in an example. And I think you were telling the story about how you have a, a friend that... Yes, uh, a friend of mine... Uh, Recently, was telling me of the story. His daughter put her house up on the market, and it was sold that same day for full price. So, right, so they Love were very it. happy. Love it, yeah. So that, those are great stories that are happening. One of the things I wanted to tie into the book, and, and some of the stories are in here, but one of the things is that people, when the market is good, not most people, but some people, some people say, "Well, maybe I can do better. You know, maybe I will wait it out. Maybe I'll try to see if I can't guess the market." Don't know of a pundit, don't know of anyone out there that can guess the market. I've been doing this for a long time. I know I can't. The problem that you run into is, is two things. It's, un, it's important for sellers to know that a market is a season, is a year. And that's broken down into three-month segments. Now, that's not a calendar year. So if you put your house in the market in February, you're looking at three months. And three months... One or two things are going to happen. Either it's going to go up or it's going to go down. Now, if it goes up, that could be happy days. But if it goes down, not so good. Also understanding in that period of time, in a two-month period of time, it's about a 50-50 chance of changing. Rarely, but every once in a while in 30 days, it will do it also. Having that said, to kind of illustrate that, give you two examples, two stories that actually happened. Now, they weren't moving out of the village of Shiloh, just so you know, these, these, these homeowners. But, but what happened was is they were looking to get more money for their home. They, they, they could make the deal work, but they just wanted some more money, so they decided to push it off for a year. Well, what you have to understand they, is the true cost of home ownership, and that's your monthly payments, and that's your, not only your taxes and, and insurance and your principal and interest, but that's utilities, that's maintenance. 
uh, homeowners associations, all those things play in. And there's a Murphy's Law that sometimes come into play, and that is if something's going to go wrong, it tends to go wrong when you're waiting to do something. And so water heater in this situation went out. What came down to that the next year came in, and guess what? The market wasn't, wasn't responding. Actually, the market had gone down. They decided they had to move. It was a situation now they were waiting, but now they had to move, so they were kind of pressed for time. They put their house on the market. They sold it, and they got about $10,000 less than what they could have gotten if they would have sold it the year before that. But that's only part of it because, again, average $1,500 to $2,000 per month. If you use $2,000 as an example, it's $24,000 is the true cost. And that's what people need to understand. That's the true cost of selling your home plus what you gain or you don't gain. Now, what's really interesting about this and that's really important to understand is that that's the good news. When markets go up, it works the exact opposite but it can, and can hurt you. And what I mean by that is, this is a similar, similar situation, and there was basically, they got $20,000 to the good. So they waited a year. However, their dream home, the home that they really wanted to have, they were dying to have, or the, should say the neighborhood, was $40,000 because all ships rise by the tide and lower by the time, and real estate is exactly like that. And so when they got there, not only did they spend the 24000 but now they got to a point where they couldn't afford that house. They got another subdivision. They were kind of happy with it, but it wasn't just their dream. And so even though it seems like it makes sense, it simply doesn't. It doesn't make sense to try and wait out the market because it's usually a bad situation either way. So having said that, what we're... What I want to kind of talk about in our next segment is, is talking about some of the things that really affect the sale of a home that have nothing to do, the seller has no control over. And I think that's going to be really interesting, so I want you to stay with us. While, while you're here or during the break, go to ReadySetSold.org, and that's ReadySetSold.org, not .com. Get the book. Look. If you're just talking about it, if you're just in the early stages, talking in the morning, over breakfast, or at the dinner table, or whatever, or maybe you're looking to make a move now, get the book, read the book. It's simple, easy to understand, and it's got proven results. So with that said, see you on the backside. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I am Brian Vogt, and I'm joined here with the mayor of Shiloh, Illinois, Mayor Jim Vernier. And one of the things that I, I left you with last is we're talking about the steps, and there's 12 steps that go into getting a home sold. And we're on step number one. Just so you know, we may move around week to week, depending on what's going on with the market, what the conditions are. So if you want to naturally get Get, get the information up front. You can go to ready, set, sold, 
.org, not .com, but readysetso.org, and you can pick up the book, and so that way you can file away in case we move from a step to another step. Having said that, what I left with was the situation of the unknown, and this is this is something that sellers, I think, on one level understand, but sometimes they don't fully understand. The part of it is there are so many things that can have factors. There's a line that I kind of like is if you if, if you want to get upset, watch the national news. If you want to get depressed, watch the lo- local news. And it just seems to be similar to that situation. And so not only can sales have an effect on the sale of a home nationally or internationally, goodness sakes, if North Korea, or if we have an outbreak with Syria, or if we have any of those things happening, it can have an effect on just the perception. And in real estate, if maybe any other business, perception is reality. And what people perceive to be going on actually then becomes their reality. And the effect of that can have a, a negative effect on the sale of a home. I bring that up is because if you take it locally, if Detroit, Michigan, is having problems, and that's national news. If unemployment national numbers go up, it doesn't even sometimes matter what the local numbers are. The perception comes in, and that has a value. And that's something that sellers don't have any control over. So when it is time to move, and that's what we're talking about, step one, and we're in a a great time, market is doing well, Shiloh, O'Fallon, the Metro East, Glencarb, and Columbia, all these places are having some fantastic success. So understanding your window is between two to three months, knowing where you're at, getting your house on the market. With that said, an interesting story, and I'm so happy that the mayor's here because he was, he, he was the mayor of Shiloh at the time, of how that can have an effect. And we were talking during the break, when it's got our force base, which if you live in this area whatsoever, with 100 miles, maybe even 200 miles area, you know about Scar Force Base. When years ago that was talked about just potentially putting on the list of being closed, what kind of effect did that have to, to, to you in the, in the city? Well, it was a devastating effect. Uh, everything gets, uh, everyone's concerned about that. Um, Scott, the Base Realignment and Closure Commission was... Uh, put forth in 2005 and it was a, a very good possibility that Scott was going to be on that list at the time and of course uh, you're not going to get many people moving from other areas to our community knowing that uh, a possibly a large segment of homes are going to be on the market in a, in a year or two so it, it definitely affected the housing market we did everything we could uh, to negate that fear um, our local congressional uh, group also worked hard to uh, keep Scott off the list, and uh, ultimately we were successful in doing that. But it took a good 12, 14 months, I want to say, of uh, unknown. So it uh, it affected the housing market quite a bit. There was very little buying. Uh, if someone could sell their home, they were they were going to do it because. Uh, Obviously, you want to get what you can and get out, but uh, we we made it through that period, and uh, since then things have been good. Of course, we had the real bad period when the market dropped in two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. Shiloh was building uh, two hundred and forty homes in 
2015, and we dropped to about 15 homes in 20, uh, 2010. So it was a tough, tough time period as well. But uh, we have recovered, and uh, we're, we sold about 50 homes this year in the community, new homes, not counting the existing. And we are on the market, we are on the possibility of selling upwards of 100 homes next year with a large new subdivision that's coming in. It's exciting, exciting. It's funny you say that because it kind of ties into what we're talking about. During that same time we were in real estate, I was in real estate, and this, and maybe because they were moving outside of Shiloh, they were leaving Shiloh, this is what happened to them, I don't know. I uh, think not, but maybe maybe that was the case. But they're moving outside of Shiloh, moving to a different area. And again, they were trying to guess the market. They were trying to say, okay, look, it's good. It, the market's been good for years. Life is good. We're going to really do better if we wait three or four months. Well, guess what? They waited those three to four months, and as soon as they hit the market, bam, the news came out about Scott. And as you said... On the real estate side, it was literally, and I do mean literally, like you took the faucet and you turned it off. The market that had been booming, I mean, had been growing. You talked about new construction. I mean, it was just everywhere, and all of a sudden it stopped. And because of that, they did eventually sell the home, but we talked about the true cost of selling. It took much, much longer. So not only did they not make the money, that they thought they were going to make because of the length of time they were on the market. But just because of the uncertainty that was raised, just by that simple situation, that it wasn't saying it was going to close, it's just the possibility. And those are the things that people have to understand. That's why taking putting your house on the market when, when the time is right. For example, this is a great time to be putting your house on the market. Take advantage of that. You don't know what may happen in the future. And this situation... Quite frankly, even their own admission, they probably lost between ten, twenty thousand dollars, and a lot of frustration. And that's one of the things: is when your house is on the market, the frustration level, the uncertainty, the concern. That's the problems that the people, when you have your house on the market for such a long time, create to not only the financial thing, but many times people talk about just the burden, just the pressure, is worse than even the money situation, and that's bad enough. So those are things to keep in mind. One of the things I wanted to really tie into also is that's one of the reasons why I I called it 12 Proven Steps, getting your home sold for top dollar and a quick sale. The quick sale part. And most sellers already want this. They want to have that quick sale. But if you're on the market now, what I talked about, those costs, those $2,000 a month costs, where the market's going, and you've been on the market for three to six months, or gosh, longer than that hopefully you're talking to your realtor your realtor is talking to you okay because plan a ain't working you need to go to plan b in the meantime go get the book ready set sold.org ready set sold.org not.com get the book you read it give it to your realtor i don't care but you need to get moving you need to get going and get on with your life so the next segment, we're going to be talking more with Mayor Jim Vernier of Shiloh, Illinois. We're going to be talking about the progress that Shiloh has made. And you're going to be amazed by, if you haven't seen Shiloh for a while, you're going to be amazed by what you hear. 
This is Brian Boat, and listening to Ready Set Song. to Ready, Set, Soul. This is Brian Vogt. And I'm here with Mayor Jim Veneer, the mayor of Shiloh. And as I talked to you the last segment, I have lived in the Metro East all my life. And what I remember of the village of Shiloh was a main street that had a bar, which every town maybe has to have one, but also a butcher shop. And that was really about it. It was a bedroom community at best, nothing much going on. Lights kind of closed down at 7 o'clock, and, and that was it. Having said that, with a lot to do with the leadership of the person I just mentioned, Mayor Jim Veneer, uh, Mayor of Shiloh, that has changed dramatically. And maybe what I'd like for you, for our listeners, if you would, Mayor, tell us. I mean, tell us a little bit about that story and and where the, the village is right now from, from where, where it started at. Well, yes, Brian, it, uh, it was a very small town for a long time. Uh, and back in the uh, early 2000, uh, Greenmount Road was improved from a oil and chip road to what it is today. And as such was Frank Scott Parkway built out to Shiloh. And the opening of Exit 16 at at Interstate 64, and that was kind of the tip of the iceberg. There we uh, started dealing with Deerbergs. The very first year I was elected mayor, 2001, and the center opened in 2002, and that has been a catalyst for additional residential development down Greenmount Road. We started with Ashford Farms. Uh, across the street is the uh, High Valley Lake Estates. Uh, Greystone is the largest approved subdivision in Shallow so far with about 400 lots in it. Uh, very nice subdivision with a pool and community clubhouse, etc. And we have continued uh, our growth from that time period, and that was way back in, in 2007 and eight, or, right when the housing market kind of crashed. It's been a bit of a lull, but things have picked up again. They are adding roads in Greystone subdivision. Wingate subdivision is down near uh, 161 by Swick. It's another uh, big growing subdivision that we have. It's in the Mascuda School District, and they're adding streets in that subdivision. We have uh, recently approved a new subdivision in, in Shiloh, uh, near the Eagles Club, it, it goes all the way from Lebanon Avenue down to uh, almost touching the uh, new Three Springs Park on Frank Scott Parkway. It'll have 400 lots in it. It's going to be a really nice subdivision, the summit, complete again with a clubhouse, pool, uh, party room for available for the residents to lease. Um, estate lots will be in there. There's like 110 acre and a half lots. If I could just interrupt briefly, but that that is fantastic. What I think most people, or maybe they don't know, but one of the things that, to keep in mind is because of bringing businesses, 
people love seeing activity. They love seeing new businesses opening. They love to see the expansion of Target. And all of a sudden, I mean, nobody in their wildest dreams, I'm sure, at one time thought the Target was ever going to be there on Greenmount Road and Frank Scott Parkway. It just, just wasn't going to happen. That was, that was something that just was out of their reach. And again, the Deerbergs that are, that's in there, one of the, the top supermarkets in, in the entire area and the places to eat all those things contribute they kind of go hand in hand to what you're talking about i love what you were saying about the development in housing and builders see that and buyers see that and sellers see that that maybe this is why they want to move into a up and growing community and so those things are so so important and so i think sometimes and a tip of hat to you mayor and i really mean that the fact of having that vision, being able to move forward with that, has created so much opportunity for, for your citizens. And that's probably the reason why that you keep on getting reelected. Well, I, I hope they're happy with the way things are going. Well, I mean, I think, you know, the one thing about elections is proof in the pudding, right? It's either thumbs up or thumbs down. And what, 33 years now? You've been getting a thumbs up. So that says a lot about you and your leadership. So congratulations on that, too. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we're going to continue to grow. I, the Frank Scott Parkway extension is almost uh, ready for going out for bid, and that'll go all the way down to 158. That'll give everyone from Scott Air Force Base direct access to the shopping in Shiloh, as well as our new hospital, Memorial Hospital East. And uh, St. Elizabeth's Hospital is opening in O'Fallon this fall. Let me let me jump in. Just we're, we're getting ready for another break here. Uh, fantastic stuff. We're going to talk more about that. There's even more than that coming on. That's just the tip of the iceberg. You're listening to Ready Set Soul. I'm Brian Vogt. Welcome back. This is Brian Vogt, and you're listening to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm here with Mayor Jim Veneer, the mayor of Shiloh, Illinois, and we left you actually kind of on the lurch a little bit, but the mayor was talking about the extension from Frank Scott Parkway that's going to eventually go all the way to Sky Force Base and also off of 64, the ramp. Enlighten us a little bit more about what you're talking about there. Yes, uh, it it, uh, it goes all the way east to what's called the Reader Road Interchange at I-64. And uh, we expect development to occur there as well. But uh, that's also a big positive for Scott Air Force Base for their commercial deliveries. All of the deliveries from Scott need to go down Route 4 and come around on the south side of the base. They're now going to have a direct access off I-64 straight into Scott Air Force Base for their trucks and deliveries. But that's, uh, that's a positive about uh, the Frank Scott Parkway extension. But it, it also, of course, will bring in uh, additional commercial development along the existing properties there in Shiloh. And, and that, is, that is so huge. And, and what I love about this is not only does it 
it's a win-win, I, and I always love win-win situations. Sky Force Space wins because they need to have that type of economic growth. It also solidifies Sky Force Space as, as a place of being here and how important it is to the community and, and, and how supporting the community is such a great thing. But the other part about it is what I love about there's that part where you're driving down Francescott Parkway and it just ends. It just stops there, right there at, I guess it's Cross Street is what you would call it there, at the stoplight. And now what you're talking about is that's going to be extended out, tie into 64, tie into the base. That that news itself is fantastic because not only is that going to create, I know, extreme good things in the, in the real estate market for Shiloh, but for the entire region. I mean, now Francescott Parkway is tied into not only O'Fallon and Belleville, Swansea, and Millstadt. It just opens up that door. We talk about perception. Perception is, is kind of real because when people come to a T and there's nothing on the other side, they just simply can't see the other side of it. So I think that expansion is going to be extremely exciting and good for you for, for helping get that through. The other part that I'd like to talk about, too, that's just, we talked about the tip of the iceberg. That's just part of it. Because if you, unless you've been living underneath a rock or you just don't watch the news at all, you've got some fantastic news coming off in Shiloh of, with a car, or, eh, some little car dealership I've heard of, maybe, maybe people have heard of. Tell me more. Yes, uh, Offenberg uh, Auto Mall it will be building in Shiloh starting towards the end of this year and the next year. And uh, we, we expect, six to eight dealerships to be located at that facility and it is uh just to the east of the holiday inn and target on the land that is owned by bjc and just south of that and that's going to be huge uh the economic impact that our community is going to receive in from the sales tax etc from that that development is, is fabulous for our residents but we also have just to the south of there 133 acres that Deerberg's just purchased, and they are in the process of laying out for a new shopping center. Uh, again, uh, it's going to be a, a very nice facility. Just you see the one they have there now. They do it right. Deerberg's does, and and this one, I expect no less. There's also a a, a large multifamily development that'll be going in that project as well. We've got several things on the horizon in Shiloh. Um, Watermark is another company that's looking in Shiloh to build a facility, a multifamily project. They have one going right now in Chesterfield, which, by the way, Watermark must be a pretty good product because it's the first multifamily product approved in Chesterfield in 20 years. Really? Yes. So it's really going to be a nice project next to, uh, if it's approved, next to, Sinclair Church, just on the between the Offenberg Auto Mall and Sinclair Church, will be Watermark's project. That is so awesome, and that's not including. And we we touched on some of the things, but the 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 new school, or I say just say the newer school now. It's been it's been there for a while, but the park that's on Frank Scott Parkway, and all those things are in shallow. And I think you got a, a golf course or two uh, in the mix there too. So, I mean, the, the expansion, the, those are all things that just really help a community in a whole, but also sellers and also buyers. And that goes to if, 
we were talking about small towns, but it reminded me of Waterloo, Illinois, that has a Walmart. That just wasn't imaginable at one time. It just, it just wasn't. And the expansion of Columbia and Edwardsville now, they have a pretty good-sized mall complex there. And all the expansion between Edwardsville and Glen Carbon and Collinsville. And this rapid development that we've had in the Metro East has been amazing. And, and again, it goes back on to people with vision like you, people that see that possible. Uh, possibilities that maybe no one ever saw and and that's kudos to you and, and just a for quick reminder we are talking with the mayor of Shavel, Jim Vernier who has been involved with the city either by mayor or on council for for 33 years so the man knows what he's talking about and so we're very happy to have him one of the things that we do talk about in the book and there's 12 proven steps to the book and just so you know it is it is, for a limited time now, it's a complimentary. There's no cost to you, so there's no excuse of not getting the book. So you can go to readysetsold.org, and that's readysetsold.org, pick up the book, sign up for it. It's a quick, quick process. If you're just thinking about, maybe you're thinking about moving to Shiloh, maybe you need to sell your house in the Metro East, or possibly it could be that you're thinking about moving to Florida or someplace out, maybe the Metro East has been very good for you. Whatever the reasons are, pick up the book. You do not have to use me. This is no, no strings attached. Just go get the book, readysetsold.org. It's free. Sign up for it. We'll send it out to you. With that being said, what I really want to talk about, too, and this is going to be in our next session, is kind of the wrap-up. The wrap-up of what we talked about, what we've been doing here. You don't want to miss that. And also, I'm going to talk specifically about what we're going to be talking about next week that you don't want to miss. And I'm putting a teaser out there, but stay tuned. Come back to us because I think you're going to be really, really pumped about what we're going to talk about uh, the next week. You're listening to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm Brian Burke. back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm Brian Vogt. Wow, we've had a really busy day. I, I can't thank enough the mayor of Shiloh, Jim Vernier, coming in and talking about the great things that are happening with Shiloh and not only the great things that have happened, but the great things that are coming. It's just amazing. So again, kudos to you and your administration for the work that you do. We really do appreciate that. I, I may have mentioned, but I might mention again, I am a little biased. I've lived in Shiloh for 20 years. So I wanted to get truth and advertising out. But either way, whether I live in Shiloh or not, just been impressive to watch. So, again, good job. Thank you. We talked about really the timing of it, that, 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 that when it comes down to it is, is when it's time to sell, it's time to sell. That the window isn't as large as what people think. Two to three months is really what you need to be looking at. That's is where you know where the market's at. It can change in two months. It can change in 30 days. But usually you have a good running time of three months. And the importance of getting your house on the market and not trying to guess the market. Guessing the market, as we heard earlier, is not usually a good way to, to sell your top asset. I mean, this is what you're putting your money into. This is what you're putting your life savings sometimes into. 
Maybe this is based on your retirement. All these things are so, so, so critical. So, again, what I'm going to stress upon you again, the book is 12 proven steps to getting your house sold for top dollar and a quick sale. This is not theory. This is not conjecture. This is not hypothesis. This is not the East Coast or West Coast. None of these things here. This is designed. This book was written specifically for the Metro East and St. Louis market. It's complimentary. Go either now or right after the show. Go to readysetsold.org. Readysetsold.org, not .com. Get your free complimentary book. No strings attached. Again, no strings, nothing like that at all. Fill out some information. We'll send you out the book. Don't have to use me. Don't have to use us. That's fine. Just get the book. It's that important. People have used it. They've had great success. And, and that's really what this book was designed for, among other things that we talked about, too. So, again, this is our first show. I am, I am so pleased to those of you listening to us. I am very happy that uh, you tuned in. And I want to talk about next week's show. And that might be maybe the biggest one, maybe the biggest decision that you're ever going to make, especially on the financial side. And that's how do you choose the right realtor? There in the book, there's seven different things that I talk about. But next week, we're going to talk about the top three and how critical it is to make sure that you have the person that's going to do the best job to get you top dollar, to get you a quick sale. And yes, we'll talk about the stories that maybe worked, but also the things that didn't work. So you really don't want to miss this. This is the show next week. Again, the top reasons, the top three reasons of why, how to choose the realtor that you're going to be getting your house sold for. So with that said, I want to, again, thank the mayor for coming. You were, you were actually insightful. There were things I didn't know that you told me that I thought was great. So I do appreciate that. Well, thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. And what I want to also leave you with one last time, go to readysetsold.org. Readysetsold.org, not .com. Pick up your complimentary book. Get it, read it. Even if it's two years down the road, doesn't matter. This is information that you can use and you can use to build up. And what I mean by that is maybe there's some things that you've been thinking about doing. Well, now you get the best of both worlds. It's been two years. You make the updates, and you get to enjoy the updates. You get to enjoy the carpeting. You get to enjoy the painting, those things that are, that are necessary to get top dollar for, for your house. So with that said, I'm going to wish everyone a fantastic weekend. I hope you have a fantastic weekend and also a fantastic week. Make it a great one. And we'll see you next time, uh, next Saturday, 11 a.m. This is Brian Vogt, and you've been listening to Ready, Set, Sign.